Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show here on this Monday, WDEV, AM and FM, WDEVradio.com. Continuing the dissection of a beatdown. Patriots beaten by the Saints 34-0, now 1-4. and Worst home performance by Bill Belichick in his coaching history is ugly all the way around. Breaking it down with us from every angle is our... Old friend, Bob Sosi, voice of the Patriots, which you hear on this radio station alongside Scott Solak. Bob, it's a great first talk with you this year. I wish it uh, were coming under happier circumstances, but uh, how are you? I'm, I'm doing well, Brady. Uh, the sun is <laughs> shining here in, in Foxborough, despite uh, the outlook for the Patriots after the last two weeks, You know, combined with the difficult start the first two weeks. And uh, nonetheless, it's great to talk with you. And, uh, yeah, as you said, it was the worst performance by the Patriots at home under Bill Belichick, the second worst loss in his career as a head coach, following the worst loss yeah. uh, with that 35-point defeat at the hands of the Cowboys. It's really stunning uh, to see, you know, how this team has fallen these last couple of weeks with the mistakes repeating themselves, especially. You know, they were close the first two weeks against the Eagles and Dolphins. There were still things they did wrong, but they were close to winning those games. Last two weeks has been anything but, I guess. Kind of describe to me the one word, or what's the one word you would use to describe what you're watching recently? I don't think there really is one word, because I think that's the thing about, you know, the Patriots struggles i think they're they're really multifaceted uh you know they're beating themselves with the turnovers mac jones in particular the quarterback play uh, i don't even want to say it, it's not up to standard uh turning the ball over is one thing uh, turning the ball over uh in the fashion that they've done it the poor starts and when i say fashion that they've done it giving the other team free points pick sixes scooping scores you know turning the ball over on your side of the 50-yard line and handing the team a short field that you're playing against. Uh, then beyond that, the, the issues related to the offensive line, uh, the, the lack of overall speed, the inability for the wide receivers to get open, um, the injury toll, uh, now, of course, uh, really impacting the defense especially. Uh, but you know, all those factors, to me, make it impossible to put your, your finger on one particular thing for this team and say, okay, if they improve this or that, that expanded to two things, they will be in much better shape. And to me, like when it comes to describing it, uh, the adjectives, there have to, there, there have to be more than one because there are a lot of different things this team, you know, right now is uh, struggling because of or, or things that are affecting this team's performance on a, on a, series-by-series basis, let alone game-to-game. When we talk about Mac, I don't want to pile on because I think a lot of people in the media are doing that right now, both locally, regionally, and nationally. Um, When you watch Mac, are you seeing more physical issues? We've heard a lot about his footwork and things like that, or are you seeing more mental-slash-confidence issues in him? Brady, I think it's a combination. I think one leads to the other. Certain physical shortcomings have been there. No question about it. He's not the athlete that a lot of the quarterbacks we see in the league having success are in terms of being able to make plays outside the pocket, the off-platform throws. Uh, He doesn't have the arm strength of the top-tier quarterbacks in the league, even those who've played from the pocket for the most part, uh, that have the kind of arm talent, so to speak, to use a phrase that you often hear around draft time. 
Mac Jones hasn't been in that category. What he has been when he's been at his best, though, is someone, I believe, who navigates the pocket well, who sees the field well, makes good decisions, and is able to maneuver within the pocket uh, to give himself a chance to make throws. And I'll be honest with you, I thought he was doing that through the first quarter at Dallas. In fact, Zoe and I were talking about it on the air in the broadcast. Zoe commented and complimented Mac in particular on one throw during that first quarter play against the Cowboys in terms of the way he was able to step up or around the pressure, avoid being sacked and make a throw. And he's been under constant pressure. That's a big part of it, too, for him from the start this season. And I even said to Scott on the air, I said, you know, is that something he's doing a lot better? And he said, absolutely, no doubt. And then yeah. all of a sudden in the second quarter, from that strip sack on, then we saw the breakdown, the decision-making, the, the lapse in mechanics, which compound you know, the other physical issues. It's not only the decision to throw the ball across the field, uh, speaking of the pick six at Dallas, but it's doing it flat-footed, going backward, you know, with your shoulders not squared, and, and, and you don't have, you know, your your mechanics align to give yourself a chance to complete that throw, even if you have a good arm. So there's a lot of different things, I think. Bob Silsey with us here, the voice of the New England Patriots, right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. He's with us on the Brady Farkas Show. And, uh, Bob, what can be done or moving forward at this point? Because because the NFL is a week-to-week league. Right now it looks grim, but it could all look different next week. Where do you even start the process, though, of trying to move forward? Well, Brady, Bill Belichick said this morning in a teleconference uh, with, with media uh, that, you know, they're going to look at staff and, and, and player personnel, or at least he was asked if, 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 if those uh, things will be uh, included in his, you know, we have to start over. Uh, uh, remarks uh, immediately after the game, uh, and he, you know, said basically, you know, they're going to look at everything, and, and and I think it's it's something they have to do. I'm not sure that there is a you know a, a major fix right now for this team because of a number of factors. One, to start over and go back to the basics, and I think that's part of it. It's it's, it's trying to simplify what they do, but you know, you're in the middle of the season. And there's not a lot of practice time to begin with. Certainly there's not a lot of contact in practices during the season. You know, the limitations on what you can do uh, from that standpoint. So to really take a step back, and, and, and for example, they have to shore up their, their line play. They have to be better blocking. To do that during the season physically, to get on the practice field and be able to do that, it's very difficult because of the limitations that you have time-wise and also with the rules that are in place. And then beyond that, you're trying to install a game plan and get ready for the next opponent and, and have a game plan that's specific to that opponent. And, and so you're trying to balance these, these two different objectives, going back to the basics, and I'm just talking about line play, uh, with preparing and giving yourself an opportunity with a game plan that is designed to hopefully accentuate the strength you have and exploit the weaknesses the other team has. But then on top of that, you have a, a team that's really beat up defensively, especially. Uh, you have a, a quarterback who it seems not only is, is struggling physically, as we've talked about, but really is facing a crisis of confidence or lack thereof. And you have 
a locker room that has a number of players who, and a very small number, a very, very small number of players who've had championship experience and, you know, been leaders by example and word for this team. But you have a large number of players who are not Patriots born and bred. They've been acquired from outside the organization or they're young players who are just beginning in their careers. And some of those guys are, are really just trying to find their way. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of different complicating factors right now for this team uh, to try to somehow repair enough of, of what ails them to give themselves a chance to win. I think maybe the best tonic right now is that they're playing a team that they should know well in Las Vegas, a team they saw twice last year, a team that, you know, is, is struggling itself in the next game ahead. But it's a road game. And, uh, you know, the, the Raiders, on the other hand, are going to look at the Patriots the same way that the Pats are likely going to look at them, just the way New Orleans did yesterday. Well, I guess there's one thing I, I, I think I would point to here. I think for so long the thought was that the Patriots' defense was good enough to kind of let you go down the field and then, you know, really tighten down in the red zone and try to hold you to a field goal. Well, one thing that's been glaring this year has been the Patriots' lack of turnovers forced, right? They're, they've only had right, two... Absolutely two takeaways this season. Do you think maybe they can start to take some more chances to start to create some breaks rather than just try to hunker down in the red zone only? Well, Brady, you know, when you look at the makeup of their defense right now, when you take, when you say take chances, what does that mean? Uh, Does that mean, you know, you're you're looking at a secondary that, you know, going into the game, for example, uh, versus New Orleans, they had Jonathan Jones back, but they're reintroducing J.C. Jackson. They don't have Jack Jones. They don't have Marcus Jones. Right. And so now, are you going to are you going to leave Miles Bryant on? And this is not to disparage him, but or Sean Wade. Are you going to leave those guys on, on islands and go cover zero and, and just go all out blitz? You know. So you there 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 are things you can do and things you can't do and. and I've seen that on the uh, on various levels of football where teams just kind of play recklessly to take chances. I mean, the cliche, do your job, is, it, it exists because it's been tried and true. And one of the things you hear about from bad football teams, and I remember Danny Amendola telling me this, the difference between the bad Rams teams he was on and, and the very good Patriots teams he was a part of. But the biggest difference for him is what, you know, that, that, that that expression being exemplified, do your job. That when you're when you're on a bad team, sometimes you try to do too much. Too much, mm. and I think that goes for I think that goes too from you know, a play calling standpoint uh, on both sides of the ball. It's true for defense too, uh, where you try to do more than you're capable of. One of the strengths of the Patriots, I've always believed, especially with Bill Belichick as the head coach, has been you know putting people in position to succeed, but also not putting them in position where they're likely to fail. And so I think when you talk about taking chances in gambling, I think, you know, you're running the risk there of, of exposing them even more and putting them in a greater uh, position to fail. Uh, now, that doesn't mean that, for example, if there are some fourth and shorts uh, in, in, in a situation where, you know, the game still hangs in the balance or you're behind and you're chasing points, that, you know, you don't be more aggressive in that respect. But I think in terms of, of the play calling there are limitations. You're really hamstrung by the the physical state, especially on defense of your team. But the poor starts a bit. You're, to your point, they're not getting turnovers. And even in those games where they were really competitive, the Eagles still went downfield, 10-plus plays, field goal, 3 nothing lead. Miami, down the field, 10-plus plays, field goal, 3 nothing lead. So they were playing from behind early, same with Dallas. 
Bob, I'll get you out of here on this. I asked this question of uh, Phil Perry on Friday, and he kind of playfully balked at it and said the Patriots aren't wired to tank. Um, I, I, I wouldn't consider no. what I'm about to ask you tanking, though. Given that they're one and four, could you see them spinning off one or two players looking for draft picks in the future? I don't think I consider that tanking because I'm not – I don't think that's an organizational choice to lose, but if you can spin off somebody for a fourth or fifth round pick, I, I don't, like I said, I don't consider that tanking. Do you think that's something that they might uh, be looking at here at the trade deadline a couple weeks away? Well, I, mean, I think there's always a possibility of making trades either. You know, I, even to acquire someone, not necessarily that you think that's going to be a piece that, you know, gets you over the hump necessarily. Uh, but I think the real question now at this point is what assets do you have that, are going to be attractive to teams who want to trade for a player at the deadline. And when you start thinking about the Patriots, what are those players, what positions do those players play, or who are those players, what positions do they play? You know, for example, if you look at the Patriots roster right now, and you said, okay, if the Patriots dangle this guy, they might be able to get a fifth or sixth round pick in next year's draft. Well, who are those players? Who are you willing to give up? And if you give up that player, what are you going to do with that position? You know, can you give up Hunter Henry? You know, the trade. He's one of your captains. And even though he's in the final year of his contract. You know, and then I'm thinking about like potentially, because I, I think I heard or read his name somewhere. Well, the, what, what does that leave you with at that position? You got to you got to feel the team. We're only in October. There's a yeah. long, long way to go this season. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it's, it's time to give up on the season or, or give, give up on Mac Jones or anybody else. But I think, you know, those are the things that you have to think about. Uh, and, and so I I don't see them selling off pieces, particularly in the case of, you know, this is a head coach who, will, in my opinion, I, I don't think he's ever going to tank. And I don't, you know, I don't, there, there's so many questions about the future of this organization, not only the rest of this season, but beyond. I don't think they're really in a position mm-hmm. to, to do a lot to start thinking about beyond 2023 if if that makes sense right now in terms of where they are in the context of this season between weeks five and six well hopefully uh they start to turn around next week against vegas vegas gonna be playing on a short week after playing on monday night football later tonight so uh there you go bob sosi voice of the patriots we're gonna have that game for you coming up next sunday i'm already ready to turn the page to next sunday and get us six days from now so bob we appreciate it. it's been great to have you on as always and we'll catch up again soon All right, Brady, thanks so much.